0: There were a lot of positives outside the building, talked about what you guys were able to do defensively last year from the top on down. How do you reset everything for your guys uh, going into year two with so many guys coming back? Um, You know, this league every year is new. I mean, again, it's cliche, but it's true. So, you know, as soon as the season's over, I I reset. And then, you know, you got, yes, it is part of our job to make sure the players know, hey, nothing matters from last year or from the previous year. So you just try to convey that message to them. And thankfully, thankfully we have a good group of guys who understand that. And, you know, based on like, you know, what we've been through so far on the field, we got, we got ways to go to improve. I got ways to go to improve. So I think they understand, you know, (laughs) know, our offense is doing a pretty good job out there. So we got, you know, we got ways to improve and we'll keep working. And so nobody really thinks about last year. What what do you want uh, the identity of this defense to be? Same thing that Joe talks about, you know, toughness, you know, really wanted to be reflective of the community, you know, like it's, you know, the tri-state New York, however you want to look at it. But like the people here, they're tough. They work hard. I want when they look at us on film, like whether it's over there at the stadium or they're out here at practice, you know, you see our toughness come out. Um, You see us working hard, you know, not loafing around the field, running around the field. That's what I want it to be. Um, Then specifically with the football part of it, you know, playing a good football position, team first, you know, playing with our hands in front of our eyes, good knee bend, all that stuff. You know, Again, same stuff that most high school coaches are teaching. It's still the game of football between those white lines and that's what you want it to look like. Pat, Pat you've it's seen it's Aziz it's Ojolari get quite a few reps in the first, first team in his injuries. Mm-hmm. What has been your impressions, have been your impressions of him? Aziz, again, diligent worker. Um, I think he's uh, smart and he's taking it all in right now. You know, and it, Obviously, it's a new league for him and it's a new position not a new position, but just different for him a little bit. But he's been working really hard, listening to the vets. Um, and then the thing that shows up when he gets out there on the football field with his pads on, he knows how to play football. So that's a positive, you know. <laughs> so, you know, he's physical. Um, he's hard to move. He plays with his hands. And I'm excited to keep working with him. Hi. So when he up, last season, and how critical was it to you to get more help for Leonard Williams in the pass rush? And do you think you now have enough players to help him out? Well, I mean, again, like, no, I'm not going to disrespect the guys from last year and the guys that are here. Like, I mean, we did what we did last year for the pass rush, and Leo was a big part of that. And I think that, you know, I think we're growing in the system. We're growing listening to my coaching and how we coach the pass rush. I think Spence and Kevin work well together in terms of developing our pass rushers, uh, along with Blev and Ryan Anderson, our QC. But um, I think they're just growing, and I – we got some more players, you know, guys to work with, and they have different skill sets. Looking forward to that, and we'll see how it plays out, really, you know. But you know, pass rush, you know, again, right now, to be honest with you, to answer the first question, I'm more concerned about the run game right now. So if you're wondering, that's I might have been mad about that. You never know, but like that's but I would assume I'm, I'm more worried about the run game. Pass rush will come, but and I know it's a passing league, and I know I'll probably, you know, but. I'm not there right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Have there been been times this year out in camp so far where you've instructed the guys to do something Mm -hmm. and they knew it already or they got it real quick as opposed to last year where you were teaching them. They were looking at you like, we don't get this. Um, I, I would say the situational stuff, you know, because we spend a lot of time. Joe hits it with the group. Then we hit it uh, separately as a a unit. Then the coaches hit it. But the awareness of the situational football, I mean, again, you guys aren't privy to it, but the the conversations that happen on the sideline now, they're more football-based, you know, as opposed to worry about whatever it might have been before because, okay, it's P and 10 here. It's second and seven. We're able to have those conversations, you know. And Again, you had players that were more advanced before. You had Blake. You had Logan. Those guys could have those conversations easily. Now you're dealing with a, a larger group able to do it. Pat, you Uh, you spoke about the run, you're concerned about the the run defense. I'm just kind of wondering, coaches usually like to say, well, this guy leaves, we bring in another guy, we pick up where they left off, but we know that they're not robots and they can't all have the same skill set. That said, losing Galvin Tomlinson, you brought in some new guys. How do you kind of see that run defense being different than it was last year? Well, it's in the formative stage right now because – Just by just by the rules, we haven't had pads on. You know, it's different in college where you got spring practice, you have your pads on, you're able to work that. We haven't had pads on. We've just been working really on bags and sleds and stuff that doesn't move. So you're always concerned about the run game the first few weeks of training camp because it's the first time they're playing football, you know. As a linebacker, you're kind of playing football in seven-on-seven drills and stuff in the spring. As a defensive lineman or the guys involved in the run game, you're really not playing football until you get to this part of the year. So, again, I'm not going to worry about people that aren't here. You know, again, last year was last year, but I'm looking forward to seeing how it shapes up this year. I mean, we got good players who are working hard, and they're getting a feel for it. And, you know, I'm getting a feel for what we want to call, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you, have, you, you, have, you have some pretty proven players in that secondary, right? And then pretty hot pick and Xavier kind of mixed in there now. How good can that unit be? As good as they want to be, you know, and you know, and as long as I don't screw it up. So <laughs> that's, how, that's how I see. You know, my job is to put them in the right position to make plays. We got guys who've been playmakers in the past. Uh, I'll tell you this, they're working hard, so they're doing that part of it. They're communicating. Um, Jerome, Jeremy, Mike, th- those guys do a great job of coaching those guys, building their awareness, uh, whether it's situationally or personnel driven. And with that information, I think the sky's the limit, but we're going to take it day by day and just keep putting in the work. So Because it's such a proven group, like you said, do you give them more latitude? Because like, you say, hey, you, we just got to let them go. Do well, as good I'm as big, they I, can be. I'm big on this. Again, I'm a coach. What happens between those white lines is really, that's, it's their defense, if that makes sense. Right now, I'm holding the keys to a certain extent, and I'm guiding this shit. But at some point after you get the message across and they understand exactly what you're looking for and then, you know I'm able to convey that to them the right way, then I, I give them the keys. And again, now we're not going to be operating outside the defense, but between those white lines, they, I mean, what they see is what they see. That's what they get paid a lot of money, to make those split-second decisions, see those... Uh, decipher those plays and all those scenarios that come up so to answer your question yes but I don't know if it's a yes I don't know (laughs) sorry not to be so articulate there (laughs) to that to that point um how important is intelligence when you're evaluating a defensive back and especially in your scheme and how would you I mean is this is this the smartest Group of, uh, football intelligence. I mean, that, that's always a football IQ or football sadness. That's always important. I mean, I could care less if they know exactly what E equals MC squared means or whatever. Because or I don't know. I might not know. But, um, but I like to be able to talk to them about football. I do like to be able to talk to them about football. And then I like for them to be able to learn from there their past mistakes and from experiences. So, if that equates to intelligence, that's what we're looking for. You know, can they get out there on the field, can they see something, decipher it, fine. Can they learn from their mistakes when they, you know, and be able to move on from that? That's what you're really looking for. And in terms of I'm not going to compare them to other groups. I mean, I've been around a bunch of good football players before, but I'm I'm very excited about this group and the level of, you know, whether it's communication the rapport they have with one another and their ability to, to fix stuff on the field. Like, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to see how it keeps growing as we go. Yeah, what made Logan's transition to safety? Say same, one more time. What made Logan's transition transition to safety seem so seamless last season? He's a good football player. I mean, you know, that like to be honest. Good football players, it makes it a little bit easier. You know, I mean, and just the system he he grew up in. It was about, um, you know, being versatile. So, like, I mean, whether he was officially a safety or not, he's done those jobs before. And then, you know, based on what we do, we mix it up a lot, you know, put guys in different spots. So defensive backs are defensive backs. Our corners play safety roles. Our safeties play corner roles. Our safeties play linebacker roles. So, I mean, and Logan happens to be smart. I mean, mean, let's not kid ourselves. He is smart and has football IQ. So that's a big part of it. Do you think that him? And he works hard. Let me say that. And he works really hard you think that him entering his second full season as a safety, I think there's still a level of improvement that could be there too? Oh, there's always a level of improvement. He'll, he'll tell you that. I mean, he's he's working every day to get better and he wants us to be on him. And thankfully, you know, he doesn't have to worry about that. We'll do that. <laughs> but you know, like he wants to improve. He wants to be the best out there. And I love that about him. I've loved that about him since I've known him. And he wants to be the best and he's working hard to do that. Well, and Pat, he's bringing guys along with him too. Pat, well, so many What's guys coming back. Do you have, a bigger playbook, or can you do more things? Or, <laughs> well, if you leave it to me, I might go a little crazy. You know, like I'm sitting there, you know, vacationing in the vineyard this summer. I'm yeah, I start thinking about stuff. But then you got to think about this. You know, you got to be mindful. What are your core principles? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? And you got to understand. You know, don't have a lot of time with those guys. I and mean, then the team hasn't really uh, formed yet. And so you got to be. You have to be mindful of that. You have to be mindful of it. But the playbook of grow. As we grow as a unit, you know, so the thing for me is establishing the foundation or sorry, the thing for us is establishing the foundation of the base knowledge of what we want to do, our core principles. And then from there, based on the opponent, it could grow. So like you asking my old players, they know I, I hate playbooks. I hate playbooks. I'm like, I can't use the language I use about playbook, but I'm not a big fan of playbooks because it's all based on what they could do, It's based on what they could do.